Hello everybody, welcome to the first ever episode of Conscious Conversations. I'm your host Pia Kempe and today I'm speaking about perfectionism. Um, We're going to dive into where perfectionism comes from, how it may show up in our lives and how to begin changing this behavioral pattern because that's what it is. It's not who we are at our core, it's really more a coping mechanism comes from social conditioning and it's really a response to the environment which also means that it's something we can change and unlearn to be essentially and this topic is coming up now because I'm obviously just starting out this podcast and I'm myself a recovering perfectionist and (laughs) this perfectionism whilst I've worked with it so much it still shows up in my life And often it shows up in these moments when I'm starting something new, when I'm becoming more seen, when I'm putting myself more out there in the world, like right now when I'm launching a podcast. And I've had to sit with quite a lot of fear coming up with this podcast and there's been a lot of resistance around launching it because although I know it's what I need to do, there's also a part of me that's really, really scared. And when I've looked more closely at this fear, it has all to do with a fear of being judged, a fear of not being good enough, a fear of um, not knowing what I'm doing, a fear of what other people may think. And these are very reoccurring patterns in my life that I'm dealing with often when I'm doing something new. Um, And because I'm aware of this, I'm able to look at them and sit with them and still do the opposite of what they're telling me to do because what they're telling me to do is stay small um, don't do anything new that you're not perfect at yet don't put anything out there that's not perfect so I made a decision to um, go against this and actually launch something that is imperfect because how could it and what is perfect perfect anyways in a podcast I'm just gonna do what I'm doing now I'm gonna launch this episode and obviously get better at making podcast episodes as I go but if I don't start I give a lot of power to these fears that are holding me back which I don't want to do so it's essentially a choice So that's where the topic of today's episode came from. It's a very personal one and something that I'm doing and have done a lot of work with um, in my personal life. I want to start by speaking about how perfectionism shows up. And for the benefit of this podcast, I've categorized this into two different ways. Um, An external focus and an internal focus. And I guess the first one, the external focus, is someone who is really focused on appearing perfect in the eyes of others. So for the people who they are around, they want to appear perfect in relationships, in work situations. They really want to give an impression of perfectionism. And what this often results in is a really heavy outward focus so they essentially adapt their behavior they adapt how they show up they adapt who they are depending on the context depending on the situation depending on who they're around 
Um, they are experts at reading cues on other people. What do other people value? How how should I show up to make sure that these people like me? How do we behave in this context? And then they adapt their behavior to appear perfect in the eyes of others. And what this often does is that it disconnects the perfectionist from themselves. They, they lose themselves in the process of appearing perfect in the eyes of others. Um, the reason for this is simply that they focus so much on other people and adapt who they are based on other people and other people's values and other people's behaviors that they lose connection to who they actually are or they stop hearing that inner self from within because the focus is so much on the external. The perfectionists, again, who have more so an inner focus are less focused on external, less focused on how they appear and instead are heavier focused on the internal side. They have really, really high demands on themselves to perform and be perfect. But this is potentially less driven by what may other people think of me and more just high demands, really high demands on themselves to be perfect in relationships, be perfect at work. Um, They have this internal critic that demands so much from them in every context. And whilst there are similarities between these two categories, um, the bi- the biggest difference is that the first one is more so driven by external. What will other people think? I want to appear perfect in the eyes of others. And the second one is more so a focus on, on doing more, being better, achieving more, doing, doing, doing. Um, and that drive comes from within. Those demands come from within. And what perfectionism often results in in the long run is burnout, mental health problems, anxiety, disease, chronic fatigue, and just generally feeling unwell because there's more focus on doing, doing, doing than prioritizing rest and taking care of of ourselves in that way too. And one of the reasons for this is that often for perfectionists, their self-worth is tied to what they do instead of who they are. And when a mistake happens or they show up imperfectly or someone gets angry at them, they tie that anger or that mistake back to their themselves, their persona, their identity, instead of that mistake or that anger being in isolation and their identity being in isolation as well. So seeing them as two separate things. For a perfectionist, these two things go hand in hand. It's the same thing. My mistake means that I am bad. Instead of I made a mistake, that's a separate thing. And then my persona, my self-worth, my value as a human is a separate thing. I guess what I'm doing here is describing extremes i'm giving examples but i want what i want you to remember is that we're all individual um perfectionism shows up in different ways for different people in different situations it's very very individual um but i'm what what i'm hoping to do here is just give some examples to raise thoughts to 
increase awareness on how this may show up. Um, but what I also encourage you to do and everybody to do is to have an inner inner reflection and to start observing our own behavior to discover how it may be showing up for you individually. So where does perfectionism come from? Um, as I said at the start, it's not something that we're necessarily born with. It's not a quality a person has. It's social conditioning. It's a, react, um, it's, a, it's a response to the environment. And often really it starts when we're kids. And most often it's um, an adaptation to our parents' behavior. And more specifically, in situations where the love or the attention or the support that we get from our parents is conditional. And what I mean by that is that someone may become a perfectionist is if um, the parents' love, support, attention depends on the child's behavior and it's not consistent. So this could be that the child gets a lot of love, support, attention, um, approval when they perform well at school, when they're uncomplicated, when they don't cry much or show any um, anger at home, when they're being good girls, when they're easygoing, quiet or outgoing, whatever it may be that the parents value. The other side of it is that this love, this support, this attention, this approval is withheld when this child doesn't behave the way that the parents want, want this child to behave. So love is withheld in situations where the child does something that the, the, the parents don't approve of. And what this teaches a child is to essentially start behaving in a way that the parents approve of the child begins to scan the or actually kids scan parents behavior constantly they pick up on these cues kids are really really smart they unconsciously start behaving in a way where they maximize love and maximize approval and if parents are very con conditional with this they're really really angry if if the kid gets um, bad grades and really really happy and give lots of love when the kid gets good grades um, and that's just one example then the, the kid starts behaving in a way that maximizes the love and approval and it's it's really an adaptation to the environment and I think the sad part the most sad part about it is is that it makes us believe that the love that we receive depends on what we do and how we show up instead of who we are. It makes us believe that we're not lovable if we're not a certain way, if we don't show up a certain way. And slowly what this does to a child is that it starts taking the child away from who they actually are and become this version that the parents think they should be. This is just one example of how perfectionism may begin in a person. But you probably get from this the idea of the kind of thought process, the how deep this essentially goes 
in our core it often starts when we're kids it often starts with the parents or something else that deeply affects who we are so with healing this too um, we have to go really really deep what this also creates is a massive fear of making mistakes a massive fear of rejection a massive fear of negative feedback a massive fear of conflict often because subconsciously what this child or this now adult makes it mean is that I'm not lovable I don't deserve love if I'm not perfect and this couldn't be further from the truth because we came here to be ourselves where there's a purpose or there's a reason for each one of us being here right now and the purpose is to be ourselves so perfectionism really takes away from that it makes us behave or pretend to be someone we're not and it also often means that perfectionists don't actually know who they are they have no idea who they are because everything that they built up the life that they built up the persona that they're showing off to the external world is based on other people it's based on external rather than internal and as I said before this in the long run causes often depression anxiety um, a feeling of like there must be more to life than this because everything that this perfectionist person has built up in their life is is based on other people it's based on social conditioning it's based on society it's not based on their true self another thing that i want to speak about with perfectionism or that perfectionists tend to have is a very 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 critical inner voice um, in one of my posts on instagram i compared this to a really unempathetic strict angry dictator that's constantly speaking in our mind and asking us to do more to be better to look better and again this really (laughs) is the mind speaking it's like a separate part of us it's not who we are it's kind of like an a separate voice in our head that is so so strict and it's this voice in our head that makes us hustle and work harder than everybody else it's the voice in our head that's so uber critical focusing on all the mistakes we made it's the voice in our head that shows up when we're trying to to sleep and it starts going over every situation that we had that day and how we showed up and the mistakes that we made and how silly we may have sounded and what other people may think and it's the the voice in our head that thinks that we're so embarrassing and that we're not good looking enough and our skin is not perfect enough and blah 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 this voice could go on forever if we let it it's this <laughs> perfectionist driven angry dictator that would just go on and on and on if we let it and I guess my big message today in this episode is to tell you that it's not true. It's not true what the voice is telling you. It's a learned way. The dictator can be silenced. 
it is possible for you to speak to yourself in a more loving way. It is possible for you to have self-love that's not tied to how you perform and what other people think. It's all possible. The dictator can be killed. The perfectionist side of you can be managed and it can be and it can quiet down and it can exist in you because it will it's part of the way you grew up um but you can take the power away from this side of you and next I really want to start speaking about how to begin changing how to take the power back how to return back to yourself Um, and be less outward focused and it all starts really with awareness so becoming aware of um, this side of you understanding that it's not who you are it's a learned way to be and the way you've learned it in your life and practice it in your life you can unlearn it and learn another way to be But it all starts with awareness, becoming aware of this side of you, becoming aware of what situations it's showing up in. Um, One way that could be helpful is getting present. So having a moment of presence every day or moments of presence every day. And uh, from this present state, you could achieve this present state through meditation or movement like dancing or energy healing or swimming whatever works for you just making sure that you're present in the moment and from this present state starting to reflect back on your day or your week for example and asking yourself in what situations did I was it my perfectionist side acting for me in what situations do I Um, let my behavior be governed by this perfectionist side of me and starting to just observe this um, and observe the situations and observe how it's showing up and observe the inner voice and starting to differentiate this inner voice from who you are Um, so really taking a step back within yourself and starting to observe this inner voice And once you've cultivated some awareness, the only way to really make change is to change. So starting to show up and practicing being imperfect, practicing sharing also the difficult emotions, um, practicing not doing things at work to 150%. And I would recommend starting small with small things um that feel the easiest so um at least for myself some situations feel more difficult than others so starting with the easy things and practicing showing up imperfectly maybe sharing something really personal and something that feels a little bit icky to share with a friend and in these sharing moments it could be helpful to say to your friend that hey Um, I'm working on my perfectionist side and I want to share something that feels really difficult for me to share but I want to share it anyways because I want to show up authentically with you and then from that place sharing 
Um, another example is putting in a little bit less effort at work, maybe working shorter days, um, doing something to your 100% instead of 150 and see what happens. Actually, what's coming up now is another really important thing whenever we're making changes or a thing that makes change making so much more easier, and that's nervous system regulation. And it essentially means calming down the body, slowing down the stress response in the body, um, getting the body to a place where it's more relaxed, it's more open, it's more responsive. Um, and the reason I talk about this so much with my clients on my Instagram, with almost everybody that I coach, is that when we're in a stressed out state, things just feel more difficult. Making changes feels more difficult. Um, and yeah, that's why I am a big promoter of this, of, of slowing down, of using tools to regulate our nervous system. And this could be anything. I have loads of examples of this on my Instagram, but spending time in nature, um, swimming, yoga, meditation. For some people, this may cook, may, may be cooking anything that essentially gets you to a rested state. And for perfectionists, especially who often are used to doing, 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 achieving, simply slowing down may feel challenging. And that's why it's so important to do that and practice that and start with this before thinking about anything else, before starting to make any changes, because it'll make the process so much easier. And when I started practicing this, um, I was mind blown by firstly how strict I'd been with myself and how unnecessary that was because the reactions would be from people were amazing. Um, my relationships with my friends got so much closer because I was showing up in my raw and true expression. I was sharing difficult emotions I was being more honest and um, the same with work I started doing a little bit less practicing showing up 100% instead of 150 I started setting boundaries with my work hours and it was amazing I no one noticed a thing other than probably that I was much more happy much more chilled much more relaxed, much more healthy. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, I got a, a promotion or a salary raise very, very quickly after. And that just showed me, that was the universe's way of showing me that I'm on the right path. So it really is more in our heads than anything else. No one expects us to be perfect. No one expects us to always be happy. No one expects us to work insane hours every day and deliver fucking masterpieces with every piece of work that we do no one expects that and it's not necessary um so i encourage you to practice with your own life start slowly changing these patterns start showing up as your true self start setting boundaries and see what happens one thing I need to mention in this context is that often when we begin to change, um, a lot of 
uncomfortable emotions start popping up. Um, We might feel quite, yeah, as I said, uncomfortable. And what we naturally may do in this situation is use coping mechanisms like excessive exercise, alcohol, filling our time up with friends or different activities, really anything for us not to have to feel these emotions. And whilst this is totally fine and normal, what I would encourage you to do instead is to make time for yourself and make time to feel what's really coming up. Sit with the discomfort. Ask yourself what the underlying emotion is, what's getting triggered in you. And releasing that, maybe you need to cry, maybe you're angry, maybe you need the support from a friend. And really just sitting with these feelings and doing the thing anyway. Despite of the fear, despite of the discomfort, just doing the thing anyway. Because that's the way you reprogram your mind, you reprogram your body, that it's safe to show up differently. And being gentle with yourself. Because there will be resistance and there will be fear. Um, But it's all part of the process. It's kind of a sign that you're doing something right. You're going, you're moving in the right direction. So remembering this and expecting it in a way. I think that's everything I wanted to say today. Thank you so, so much for listening to my first ever podcast episode. I'm super, super grateful. And I hope this shows you that it is um, okay. It is possible to do uncomfortable things. It's possible to tone that perfectionist side of us down. And if this episode raised any questions, any thoughts, um, anything, please send me a message on Instagram. I'm super happy to connect with you. And outside of that, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Conscious Conversations with me, your host, Pia. I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved creating it. And if you did, please share your thoughts, learnings, insights, and biggest takeaways by leaving a review or by tagging me on Instagram. If you want to go deeper, check out my website link in the show notes for one-to-one coaching or follow me on Instagram for daily content. I'm wishing you a beautiful rest of the day and look forward to seeing you.